Coming to you from a bunker in the Pacific Northwest, this is the Midnight Picture Show with Mikey and Carly. Hello, everybody. This is our inaugural episode. Hello. And today we're talking about um, one of, uh, I don't know, kind of like one of my favorite kind of horror comedy. We have watched it many times. Many times. Um, and basically the premise for the whole, this whole show in general is is taking, uh, you know, creepy, cheesy, gory cult movies, <laughs> horror movies, if you <laughs> trying to be horror movies, reviewing them, getting our first impression. So the movie that we decided on our first episode is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's... I was going to sing the theme song, but I don't know about copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Strike right off the bat. I know. Done. Go Over. look it up. It's by the Dickies. The Dickies. <laughs> So this movie here is uh, from 1990, sorry, 1988, mm-hmm. uh, the year we were born. Oh, okay, well, you don't gotta give that away. Okay, the year uh, I'm ageless. The year I was born. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so real quick, I'm gonna give you a rundown of some information about this movie. I like to call this the autopsy. And so this movie, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, from 1988, written, directed, and produced. By the Kyoto Brothers. This is the only movie they directed. Um, and uh, and you may not know who those people are. These these. I certainly did not. Right. Uh, they uh, are actually special effects creators. They have their own special effects studio. And they're known for doing effects for uh, another midnight movie that may make its way Ooh. onto our show. Uh, Critters. <laughs> um, which is kind of like a knockoff of Gremlins. Have not seen. Right. Have seen Gremlins. Yeah. Clarify that. <laughs> All I remember from Critters was the VHS box every time I would get a blockbuster. Oh. And I was like, that's freaky oh. looking. Yeah. All right. Um, Ernest Scared Stupid, which that's is a good one. That's surprising. I love that movie. Me. Yeah, I like that's that movie That's a good too. one. I'm surprised they did the effects for that. Yeah, now they think it's like a troll and there's stuff with milk. It's weird. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, and then a really popular movie when we were in high school, Team America World Police. Oh, yeah! From the creators of South Park. Yes. That was uh, a big movie. Um, <laughs> another theme song. <laughs> another theme song. That's the 4th of July theme song. Oh, every, coming up, actually. America. It's pretty appropriate. Yeah. Um, uh, but another thing that kind of stands out, they also did the Large Marge sequence from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh. <gasps> Right. So if you remember, Pee-wee gets picked up by a, a old trucker lady yeah. and she starts telling this really weird story and it gets darker and darker. And then she turns her face and it's this weird claymation yeah. kind of whatever she does. <laughs> yeah. And it freaks out Pee-wee Herman. Um, obviously, Pee-wee's Big Adventure directed by Tim Burton. I, um, oh, my gosh. I yes. did not know. I'm so embarrassed. I yes. did not know that. As you should be. <laughs> As you should be. I did not know that. So yeah, uh, like Carly said in the beginning, the first so so this movie starts, and this is kind of our review. So uh, review, uh, now. review now. The uh, the the movie starts obviously with the the driving upbeat tunes. Oh my gosh! I don't know. It was no. it, from the Dickies. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, so it's big top circus music. Yes. Very and then clown it kind of breaks music. down into like a like a. Bass, little kinda. like a synth bass yeah i mean 80s dun, 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 dun. i mean i guess dun, that's not yeah whatever right? i don't know but if they do yeah it's, oh, it's, it's literally circus clown circus music clown. like they and knew what they were doing got me mm-hmm. oh my gosh like 
Now, we've seen this movie a few times. Right. Somehow, I always forget how awesome the music is. And it's probably not awesome by anyone else's standards. But as soon as it starts, it, like, hits me in the chest. And I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) It, like, what it does is it, like, it puts you, it puts you in the right frame of mind. It It sets you up. Like, Like, that's the thing. If I saw this movie... And, and that's the kind of thing I've noticed about these kind of like midnight movies, cult movies and stuff like that is, you know, the the music, if it's like this like serious, mm-hmm. quiet, somber. somber kind of stuff, the the movie better follow suit, mm-hmm. you know? Well, like you make a really good point and I didn't think about that because the whole point is in the, the theme of the movie is there are these clowns right. who are not actually clowns. So there's something a little, I mean, there's, as the viewer, there's something very obviously wrong with them because yes. they look terrifying. But the people in this town are like, oh, clowns, cool. And then they become victims. And so it's this kind of same idea with the music that you first hear it and you're like, oh, circus music. Yeah. But then it changes slightly. You're like, wait a minute. There's something not right about this song. Yeah. Just like with the clowns. You're like, oh, clowns. Wait a minute. There's something They're not, not right about clowns. these clowns. Yes. Oh, I didn't it, think it about sets it that up way. it sets up the tone and and that's Okay, so so driving, I know. Driving music. We actually found on YouTube the music video to it and I don't know if the Dickies went off to split up and create other bands or if they became famous somewhere outside of the United States, but I mean, the lead singer, he really tried to kind of replicate like a Mick Jagger stage presence. Yes. And he had this weird yes. voice and from out of space. Yes. He's and like there was really. Parts where the guitar yeah. reminded me of Van Halen. Oh, he was, they were trying something. They, they were, were trying, trying some stuff. They're trying to, trying to jump. But I don't, know. <laughs> don't jump the shark. They, they may have jumped they, the shark. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, so if we're just going in kind of like the, the, um, sequence. the sequence of the movie. I mean, there are some scenes that stood out more than others, obviously. Uh, but, but basically it starts where you have a group of teenagers, uh, at the quote unquote inspiration point of this, yeah, this heavy. town with Crescent Cove. Oh, I don't even remember yes, the Crescent name of the Cove town. Crescent Cove was the name of the town. It sounds like a Power Ranger town. It does sound like a Power yes. Ranger town. Uh, so Crescent Cove and, and everyone's like, you know, it's just a normal, appears to be like summer night or something. And, uh, big light in the sky appears crashes off in the comet. distance that yeah and and so so our uh hero and heroine uh mike tobacco that's his name mike his tobacco. name is mike and his last name is tobacco and i thought that was so weird and then what's the girl's name something debbie. stone debbie stone mike tobacco and debbie stone and so they're like out making ma- making out in the back of like mike's I don't know, station wagon, some kind of thing. Yeah. Around other people making out, which is bizarre. To yeah. Me, nah, whatever. maybe they're into it. Maybe they're into that. I don't know. Ugh. That's a thing. <laughs> um, so, so it crashes, so on and so forth. Landing site for what we've come to realize is now the spaceship. It spaceship. looks like a giant circus, circus tent. tent, yellow and red, and, and it's glowing. And it gets intercepted by a, a yokel hillbilly <laughs> hunter. Wait. With, what was his name? I don't know. He I has... just remember his dog's name. Dog's name was Pooh Bear. Farmer Gene Green. Farmer Gene Green and Pooh Bear. <laughs> Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. I mean, so so basically, the first victim of this movie is Pooh Bear. Is Pooh Bear. Yeah. Because Pooh Bear is a little old bloodhound sniffing around the side of the tent, and then like a little hole appears in the tent, and a little clown hand comes out with a ray gun. I don't remember that. 
Yeah, and that's it. And then Pooh Bear yeah. disappears, and all that's left is like his little bandana and yeah. collar or whatever. Jean, Old man. Jean Green. Jean Green. Not you know mean mean green mean Jean. Not this mean is, Jean. <laughs> this is Farmer Jean. That'd be green. a whole different movie. They're tripping you with like these Macho names. Man in there. That'd Macho. be so different. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, from outer space, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so anyway, it, and then and then Mike Tobacco and Debbie Stone stumble upon the the landing, the the, the oh, landing craft. The farmer craft. gets it too. Sorry. The far- yeah, the farmer gets murked. It's whatever. It's he's so, done. So yeah. So he's then, uh, boyfriend girlfriend. But, Actually, they're okay. not. Okay. So yes, Carly looked this up. And the way they were canoodling in the back of his station wagon car thing, I was like, I was like, what's going on? They've been dating. They've been dating, right? Their boyfriend, girlfriend. But. But it's not. It's their first date. Their first date. Yeah. And and so I challenge you listeners, (sighs) if you watch this movie. Did they mention that? I don't know. Keep that in mind because it It will make. It changed everything. It did. Mike is such a. A oh, freaking dork. He's a weirdo. He, he is, is such, red flag central. Yeah, I mean, so they go into the the spaceship, right? And it looks like a giant fun house or whatever. Obviously, uh, Debbie is not comfortable with this, so she goes in there, and the whole time Mike is like, like he's kind of putting on this little like show. He's like, step right up like, and take a look at this, like the ringmaster freaking thing on the wall, and, and like, they get all you... this stuff. So hypothetically, yes, you just walked into a circus. Yes, tent. let's just you know, wouldn't you be freaked out that right. this tent is hard? It's not canvas. Right. There's like electric lighting everywhere. It's glowing, glowing. from within. There's pipes and stuff. Yes. that don't look earthly, and you're sitting here. Trying to impress this girl by acting like an idiot, uh, talking a like total a ringmaster. Yeah, it was bizarre. And yeah. then she even was like, <laughs> "Yeah, she was like, okay, Mike, stop, okay, really, cool, enough, great, please, can this we please sucks. leave? <laughs> yeah, <this laughs> I want to leave. This date sucks." <laughs> um, so they they discover a bunch of stuff inside the 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 tent. Basically, I think as the movie progresses. They go into the they yeah that was it they go into the into the circus tent mm-hmm. and they get caught by the clowns the clowns see them oh yeah huh? so Duh. then they come out with this popcorn gun yeah and they shoot them with popcorn and the popcorn sticks to them right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like static uh, like static like, yeah. yeah and then they they take off and then the clowns follow them. And they use oh, and then this even better music starts playing. But... Yeah, right. <laughs> they they come out with this little balloon dog, and it tracks the quote the popcorn. The dog is like sentient. The balloon yeah, the animal, balloon animal is, sentient. is sentient, and so it starts barking, barking, and like sniffing the ground. Right. Yeah. Starts tracking them. One little cute little tidbit I found out was the Kyoto brothers actually contacted another special effects studio to make this gun. And the popcorn gun, oh, the popcorn. and they had it molded from scratch from a, ri- a drawn design, and it only worked once. And the one time it worked was in the shot that made it in Get the film. Get out! So I thought that was kind of cool. Looking back, that's actually it was a good shot. It wasn't. It like, was no, it, it didn't like, look like. That weird. Yeah, like oh, I was like, damn, okay, it shot popcorn. It's a popcorn gun. I don't know what's that up. That was lucky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so it, it turns out, uh, uh, what is it? Debbie goes home. She goes yeah. to take a oh, shower. Oh, no, they go and get her ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, the That's love triangle, the, the drama. I forgot his name. He's a police officer. Yeah, so he's a police officer. Dave they go, Hansen. Dave Hansen. And let me tell you, he was handsome. 
Oh, <laughs> no, um, he was not. <laughs> no. <laughs> they go to the police station to report this uh, strange occurrence. One, th- one, one thing that needs to be noted is the police officer. It's like the chief. Chief Mooney. Mooney. This guy, he has just a chip on his shoulder. He, he is an angry, oh angry man. I don't understand why he's so pissed all the time. I feel like, at the risk of sounding ageist, I feel like there <laughs> is a thing where he just hates no, younger I, people. No, I think that I think that, that's what he says. No, really. No, yeah. He Any, like, delinquent... Like, young person equals delinquent. Okay. That's like, how he, he views oh, things. Oh, totally. It has like, to. he was even, like, driving down the street, and there was, I mean, granted, it was a this teenager. This is the opening with, credits. Yeah, there was a teenager with alcohol, so, yeah. I mean, breaking the law, whatever. He didn't arrest him, though, whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, he even says, like, ugh, young people, or something like, like low that. Like, lowlife. Yeah, lowlife. Trash, and, yeah, garbage human. So, he is just very much, like, anti young people. Yeah. But you don't ever see him interacting with adults. Right. The the closest he he got to it is interacting with the uh, the other the cop, other... Dave. Yeah. He he. So but he's Dave, probably like college age. So yeah. uh, To the chief is he's a young still person. a kid. Yeah. yeah. Dave is kind of like an up and coming officer trying to, uh, you know, he's real like by the books and mm-hmm. and that's the kind of thing. But he has a heart where Mooney is jaded. He's yeah. you know, and so he needs to retire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were these two guys they apprehended. Uh, that were tr- oh my gosh, you know, they were like punks. Pu- one punk and one he had like dweeb. didn't he have like a devil lock? Yeah, he had some. <laughs> yeah, he. They were weird. Yeah, they. Were and weird. so I guess they were drinking wine because it was a beautiful night. He really says that, but it was a beautiful night in the park. In the park, and so I guess they were drinking wine in the park, and, and then got and got arrested. It? I don't know if it was like public intoxication or they weren't in and appear drunk. No. But, but no, whatever. Mooney, Mooney anyway. was bad. He was he was rough. He was rough on them. Yeah, but um, I mean, he, he angry gets guy. It. He gets it good. Yeah. But there's, anyway, that's, that's for a little bit later. There's a little foreshadowing at the end of this oh, yeah, scene. Right. He yells out the window, like because he thinks everyone is playing a prank on him because of this clown sighting. So he yells out the window, "You're not gonna make a dummy out of me." Uh... And so <laughs> you'll see what happens later. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. You won't make a dummy out of me. So yeah, and anyway, then anyway, so yeah, so Debbie goes home. Um, well, so Debbie and Mike Tobacco. tobacco. I feel like you have to say Mike. You have tobacco. to say the whole name. Anyway, Mike so, yeah. Tobacco. Not yeah. Mm, yeah. So Debbie and Mike Tobacco. Debbie convinces him like, no, we need to go to the police station. Yes. And Mike does not want to go because that's where her ex boyfriend is, who is uh-huh. the cop. Um. So from that point on, the three of them are constantly together, yeah. like Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Like it's the three of them the whole rest. of the Only time. like no one's really smart. No one like like no, no one's and smart. And they don't. I mean, no. No. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. <laughs> they so the two guys are like constantly vying for her attention. Yeah. Trying to make the d- decisions for her. Cringy. Yeah. So. She, they take her home. She's like, F this. I want to go home. I'm home. Um, and this is actually one of my favorite scenes. Yes. Was she's getting ready to get in the shower. And um, it was very, like, tasteful. Like, they yeah. didn't show her naked, but they showed her getting undressed yeah. in, like, a nice way. And um, a lot of these well, movies kind of focus on... I should take on, that back. I don't well, mind if there's nudity. Yeah. Like, no, not, we're no prudes. I'm just saying it was, we like, like a, boobs. It was a cool way that they did it. Because the camera, like, moved down without showing anything. But you still know she's getting naked. Right. I don't know. Whatever. So, as she's getting naked, you see the popcorn from the popcorn gun falling off of her clothes onto the floor. And then what I can't... This is amazing to me. Is it was obviously claymation. I'm, ass, I'm assuming. I, see, see, I'll let you finish, okay, but okay, I have okay. my own okay, opinion. Okay, 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 okay. 
So you see her feet on the bath mat and all the popcorn and the popcorn starts to move on its own. And that's when you realize the popcorn is sentient, but it moves, if you can picture it, like an inchworm. Mm, And to me, it looked like claymation. And I was just amazed, or I am still amazed, that they could capture this footage of claymation moving while also having a live person in the shot. Because claymation is just a sequence of photos. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they could have like live motion from the actress while doing probably photos of claymation, I thought was really cool. Mm. But I also know nothing. So I don't know if that's actually the case. I don't... So... uh, they, there's also other pieces of popcorn around this moving inchworm piece, and they're kind of twitching. Yeah, they're like kind of wiggling. And they, they look like they it might be on say like a like a magnet? like not really a magnet, but like maybe like a little stick underneath, and someone's oh! like wiggling it. Okay, you know. Yeah, that's um, true. To me, the crawling popcorn didn't look like claymation it looked like a practical effect like it looked like a crawling okay uh-huh. it looked okay. like they made like a little a little well, reactive like a tiny stick. puppet yeah i'm either way and that i feel like the floor was just fake because it was also crawling yeah. along the tile line that's which true. could that's true you know what i'm saying yeah it was probably forced perspective honestly yeah probably yeah. but i still i mean However they did that yeah. is really cool to me. And, and She so, took the longest shower. She puts me to shame. She was in that shower so long. It probably just felt like a that. a whole bunch of stuff happens in the movie. Yeah, you're right. And then right. towards the end of the movie, she it gave the popcorn time to evolve. To, yeah, so, so that's something <laughs> that you find out that you discover in this scene. So while she's in the shower and, like, recovering from this whole thing, the clowns, the killer clowns, uh, they have become aware of the humans around them. Mm -hmm. And so then they go out and explore. And so there's this like really, like I would say inordinately long scene of them, you know, entering the town town and it shows like the sign, like, you know, Crescent Cove, Angel 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 Grove, no, (laughs) Uh, you know, Crescent Grove. And they show, Crescent Grove. Crescent <laughs> Cove. We're all messed up. All messed up. It's more <laughs> Thinking time. about, yeah, thinking about Power Rangers. Um, and you see them walking on this, like, you know, misty street. Mm-hmm. And to it shows. amazing music. To me. Yeah, it's, like, really, like, this, like, synth, like, keytar. Oh dun, 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 dun. It got me good. Yeah, I was, she was feeling it. I was it. jiving she was, the, She was, was vibing like, on this music. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, so what I want the is. soundtrack. Just that. Oh, my. Just that. It's. <laughs> It's only good in the in the world of this of this movie, because like really, if this came on the radio, I'd be like, next, thumbs <laughs> skip, down. thumbs down, uh, go on Spotify, hide this song. Meanwhile, I'd be like, thumbs up, thumbs favorite, up. favorite, a playlist, just one song, just that song. on repeat. Um, so you learn from the, the during this scene that's pretty interesting is that the popcorn is actually the larval stage. Yeah. of the clowns and yeah. so it, it was really cool that you know when she gets out of the shower and like you know throws her clothes in the hamper or throws her towel in the hamper uh these kind of like jack-in-the-box yeah. springy weird kind of clown head it reminded me oh like beetlejuice when he's the snake oh and, yeah and his it kinda, head is the head of yeah. the snake it kind of looked like that yes yeah. I mean, and of course, all practical effects, all puppets. Oh, it was so she awesome. was 
I mean, it was really cool. Like, mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing where it's just those those kind of classic scenes mm-hmm. uh, really make this movie stand out yeah, for I me. Agree. It's stuff that I think back and I think of that. I completely agree. Like, that, I think, for me, is what makes it, like, a cult classic or, like, a midnight movie. Like, when I think of a midnight movie... That's what I'm right. picturing. Something. It needs to be, like, like over the top. A little cheesy. Grotesque. Grotesque. Yeah. Um, while these clowns are out and about mm-hmm. causing mischief in the in the town, they, they it's it, one thing that's kind of weird is it, instead of showing, like, a wide-scale invasion, they do show something like that towards the end, but they show, like, individual instances. Like, there's... A group of old, a group of people sitting at a bus stop, and a clown comes up and does a, a little show. little shadow puppet show, yeah. and they're all like, you know, like it, I feel like you know when you watch a movie of any kind, there's this momentary suspension of disbelief, mm. right? This movie, I feel like the people in the movie were experiencing it as well because mm-hmm. this clown who does not look like a oh, human no. in makeup and a costume, it no. looks like some really tall. You know, really grotesque, you know, bulbous face, deformed, deformed like, like they are like, if someone Sharp wanted to make teeth. a clown skate, right. Like imagine like you're just chilling and Pennywise walks in. I don't think anyone in their right mind is going to go, oh, it's a legitimate clown yeah. that came for my kid's birthday party. Yeah. They're going to be like, uh, excuse me. Uh, police. Police. <laughs> instantaneous. You know, so the thing is when this clown comes up and does the shadow puppet show, Everyone in the bus stop is like, "Wow!" Oh, they're like clapping. Yeah. Oh, wow! Ooh, Ooh. and and um, even though like the shadow puppets he's making are not hands. No, like, it, like it was no Washington crossing the Delaware. Yeah, a T Rex. A T. Oh, well, the T Rex winds up a woman with, like, dancing, a, very much like hourglass figure. Like, yeah, like a like little Jessica like Rabbit. a sensual dancing lady. Yeah, yeah. I just remember the T Rex was the, like. Yeah, well, the T Rex becomes real, and the T Rex awesome. eats them. Yeah, the T-Rex, like, the shadow the itself shadow comes down eats and eats everyone the, the at the bus stop. Um, I don't even think they scream. I just No, like, oh, he keeps them in his hand. Oh! And the he shadow puts them, eat, yes. And he puts them in his bag, which is filled with, with the, the popcorn. popcorn. So basically what he did was he trapped them, used some kind of shrinking technology. Yes. And fed them to his larva yes. popcorn baby. Yes. See, we really got really into this. We, <laughs> we gave this a lore and everything. Oh, no, we did 100%. Yeah. So what happens when these people are are abducted? They get shot with a ray gun. They turn into a giant cotton candy cocoon. They get spun into cotton candy. Yeah. And from what I've gathered is the cotton candy substance liquefies the humans and makes them like food for the clowns. Because we do see a clown with like a A crazy straw. Yeah, silly straw. Drinking it. Yeah, he pops it in the uh-huh. little clown. And it's like and, red. And it's red, like blood, I'm I guessing. I think in the past when I've watched it, I just assumed it was blood. Like, I didn't think they were being liquefied in there. Right. I just was like, he stuck that s- straw through cotton candy, through h- human so flesh. So he's drinking the person. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, but I feel like they actually... Sh- well, oh, yeah, they do. With the they faces. Rip the when they cotton, rip the, the cotton cotton faces, candy, you, see the face. you see the faces. They're it's all red. All the f- yeah, they're all red, and like the features are like deformed. Kind of, like, it like looks melted, like melted kind of. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, another scene that the, uh, going with the puppets show, this, this kind of stands out for me is the, um, that one, that puppet show that he did for that dweeb that walked oh, up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He what had an actual real life. Pu- so, was that so Titus? There- what if that was Titus? Oh, God, we know. found out Titus was in this. Chris Titus, the stand-up comedian Apparently from the 90s. Apparently he was in this. What if that was him? No, that wasn't him. 
I don't know. That couldn't have been. <laughs> no, so there's a gazebo out in the middle of nowhere. Nice so little random. gazebo. Yeah. They, uh, you know, this kid walks up and he's kind of looks like he's like just like chilling, having a, a nice walk by himself. By himself. And then this random puppet show puppet box like a sh- like a actual puppet yeah, show yeah like an old yeah. punch and judy show yeah yeah pops up and he's like whatever i guess i'll watch it. like he's like <laughs> rolling his eyes and stuff like kid stuff stupid stupid and, and then, then like gets really into it then he gets really into it <laughs> maybe the clowns have a pheromone i mean oh. they, they i probably smells Ooh. like con- i bet it smells oh! like it smells like disneyland <laughs> it smells like funnel cakes is what it smells like <laughs> Um, I know it would hypnotize me. I'd be like, girl, turn me in a candy, kind of candy, daddy. I don't care. It's not like Disneyland. Disneyland, baby. Where'd them churros? Churros. Um, so, yeah, they put on this puppet show, and the kid is, the guy is, I mean, he looks way too old to be amused at this, but he is. He is. He's like 18. Or... Oh, I thought he looked like he was in his early 20s to me. Oh, but... crap. Anyway, so, the, the, so then he gets zapped. He gets murked, turned into a. <laughs> yeah, um, he gets, yeah, he gets. Yeah. I mean, basically what happens is uh, the police officer finds out that if you shoot the clowns in the nose, they spin around and explode. Like, it was a fluke. Why would you have, like, the organ that would kill you? On the front of your face. And huge and red. Sticking out. But um, back at the police station, Mooney, Mm. right? The guy who hates young people. The guy who hates young people. um, He gets actually turned into a dummy, like a puppet, like, like a ventrilica, like a ventriloquist puppy. Yeah. Puppet. Yeah. Like the clown. So a clown, comes. the clown comes. Um, and Mooney gives him an attitude like, Oh, Ooh, look at yeah. you stupid guy in your costume. You're probably a kid. Huh? And then, I hate yeah. you. And then like, I don't think you see it. Happen, no, you but just the see clown what... basically like puts his hand in his back in his and, back like, controls... and is controlling him yeah like a ventriloquist yeah and what was really cool with that makeup too for when you see him as a as a vent- uh dummy is he's pale because he's dead. right he's dead um but the blood coming from his mouth is right on the corners right so he looks like a dummy like it looks like a slot like a wooden slot yeah, like a mouth. wooden mouth it was re- that was a cool it was really cool the... and as much as i don't like that character right i was kind of impressed with that actor yeah like doing that scene yeah that was pretty cool it, it was, I thought he was one note because every time you see him, he's uh, doing the same thing. Yeah, no, that's true. This, this scene to me stands out because in my opinion, I always felt that the the murders, the deaths, the killings in this movie were very hokey mm-hmm. and very like over the top and goofy. This one to me, something about it kind of kind of triggered a little visceral response because he he has his hand in his back and he's controlling him right and that in itself is very creepy and he's talking i think what to the police officer oh yeah he's Mm -hmm. talking to the young cop Mm -hmm. and when he's done saying what he needs to say the the clown pulls his hand out of the back moves his hand and then, then shakes his hand off. Like shakes how you get the, water off. Right. Shakes the blood off his hand and you hear like, Ugh, like a slap yeah. on the ground. That was probably, the, I think that was the most violent. That was the most gruesome. The like, yeah, because everything else is, right. is kind of hokey. Like it's a like, clown, yeah, like a you don't, you don't actually see the killing happening. Yeah. But that one, like. You actually see blood. Right. You hear it. You hear it splat on the floor and like it, that. It yeah. kind of allows your... Because you don't, you don't ever see how the clown is controlling the, the officer. Right. So it completely leaves your... <clears throat> excuse me. It completely leaves your mind up for interpretation 
of how is he doing this? Is he holding onto his spine? Is his hand physically in his in his jaw? Like it's very visceral and well, it gives me goosebumps. Yeah. It, it, I thought that was because that's the thing is in a lot of these kind of movies I've seen that we've seen like these kind of, you know, midnight movies there. The, the, the killing is either happens off screen mm-hmm. or if mm-hmm. it happens on screen, the director makes a choice like how gory do I want this? Right. Do I just re- do I want to show like a full practical effect, head exploding, eyeballs, guts, brain matter? Or are we just going to like show someone about uh, to die and then it you know switches to another yeah, scene yeah um and so for me that was like that was the one time in the movie i was like damn okay Ooh. all right they're they're kind of okay okay one thing that we forgot to mention and we would be remiss in, in completely forgetting them is the terenzi brothers oh my these word. characters are straight up fools like i don't know what so the heck. basically in the beginning when they're at inspiration point they run an ice, so they cream, an ice truck cream truck to get girls. Specifically to pick up girls. Total waste of money. Horrible investment. Which they were successful in doing because they pulled up to Inspiration Point or whatever. And there were two girls in the back. And there were two girls in the back. Basically, they lured the girls in, which, which is actually like, not a thing that is kind of creepy. This is horrible. They lured the girls in with with promises of free ice cream. Which I'm like, what age children? You know, people, are you trying to? Uh, I don't know. This is that's this a question for another podcast. Murky. That's that's a that's a that's a true crime this podcast issues, right there. Issues. Um. So but then I mean, they're not the brightest crayons. No, box, they're stupid. So they're really, really stupid. Dumb. And they sh- and I'll be honest with you, I understand they're supposed to be, I guess, like comedic relief. Yeah. I found them incredibly annoying. I found them distracting. He pulls up to Inspiration Point. Everyone's like, you know, getting it on, doing their <laughs> thing. And then he has like the loudspeaker on the ice cream cone, ice cream machine. Oh, and he was ice making. Cream truck. Yeah. You want a sucky wucky bar and a fudgy wudgy bar yeah. and a blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Get your ice cream. A lot of And everyone starts like throwing beers at him like, ah, shut up. I'm yeah. trying to get laid. Blah. Yeah. And so they do like have a reoccurring thing. They are best friends of. Of Mike, Mike Tobacco. tobacco and the, the way Mike interest. Tobacco talks about them, I feel like he has some kind of like deep seated uh-huh. feelings for them. Because he's like, oh, well, like when the Terenzi than... brothers are around, you never know what to expect. Like, he's so, <laughs> so he true. gets so, he gets so dreamy when yeah. he talks about yeah. them. I'm I like, think oh. He's confused. Yeah, they had, they, they must have had a night at camp. You know what I'm saying? They must have had a night. <laughs> I mean, and they got over it and moved on, but Mike did not. He's feeling it. Yeah, yeah. They they come back. They basically are like the low key heroes of the movie. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. Because in the very end, they they go to like the clown mothership, and uh, this massive marionette puppet comes down. Oh, and he's like, and it's Clownzilla. Like it's literally Clownzilla. Clownzilla. Yeah. And it's this giant clown. He you know he picks the cop up. And he's about to, like, eat the cop or crush the cop. Uh, and he pulls off his badge and stabs, stabs him, in the, him nose in the nose and, and causes him to explode. Which but, causes the... Thing. Yeah, because the brothers are on the ship They're as well the ship. in their ice cream. Remember, no, the ship, the, the ice cream truck exploded. It, yeah, well, so it, the, the brothers are on the ice cream, the brothers are on the ice cream truck. Yeah. They go into the ship. The ship takes off. The clownzilla's nose is stabbed, and they, and because he's so big, when he self destructs, it, it blows up, up the, the entire ship. And the Terenzi. Terenzi, yeah. Um, the Terenzi brothers 
somehow their truck like blows up like aqua teen hunger force blows up i think clownzilla like smacks it or or throws it i I think it throws it so the reason i don't remember is because you're like okay they died yeah they are definitely for sure like you see the entire ice cream truck a giant fireball engulfed in a fireball like there's no way anyone survives so then the spaceship blows up because spaceship blows up and then what comes flying out of the debris of the spaceship but the ice cream truck. The ice cream truck. And the brothers come out, basically unscathed. Just and covered like, in melted ice cream. And they say, no, we're fine. We got in the freezer just in time. Like, so what? So what? seeing that what? makes me think of that scene in Indiana Jones I and the know, Crystal Skull. I know. Apparently a refrigerator can save you from an atomic Didn't bomb. did Mythbusters test that? Uh, probably. And I could tell you right now, I know it how it not ends. Work. It would not work. It would not work. But, I mean, so... But it is, yeah. I mean, it is Indiana Jones. This is true. <laughs> we got number five coming out. So I'm excited. <laughs> um, I mean, so that being said, I mean, that's kind of like our take. I mean, that's like a really kind of like haphazard synopsis. I mean, do you have any kind of like final thoughts or things that um, really stood out to you? Well, I'll mention this briefly, hoping we don't go into a whole thing. Right. But while watching it, we kind of discussed that potentially... The clowns have either been studying Earth for a long time or have been coming to Earth for a long time to, for the sole purpose of using humans to um, breed. Right. Because obviously they feed it to the popcorn and the popcorn or juvenile clowns. Yeah. Um, And the reason I say that they've been studying Earth is because when they're doing the shadow puppets on the wall, he demonstrates a lot of history specifically u.s history because he shows um george washington crossing the delaware right and so it's like if they only just came to earth this was their first time ever on the planet how would they know that right um let alone dinosaurs right you know oh yeah dinosaurs yeah um yeah so that stood out to me and like i said we've watched this quite a few times right and we we see something different every time oh my gosh totally I also get wrapped up in the music for like oh, half God. of the movie and don't realize what's happening. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm just here kidding. I'm just she's kidding. like, she's just vibing in the corner, <laughs> like, just oh, this is my jam. My jam. <laughs> I love you, the Dickies. <laughs> the Dickies. But anyway, yeah, I thought that was kind of an interesting thought. So I know, like, next time we watch it, that's what I'm going to be focused on like, just the whole little... time. Is how, seeing, how... seeing how do they know Earth? Why did they choose Earth? You know, like, why do they know so much about human culture? Yeah. To the sense that, like, humans like puppets. Yeah! You know, and I actually, as I'm talking about this, I noticed that there's a lot of themes of, like, the marionette puppets, the shadow puppets, the puppet show. Which is not necessarily He does clown. the... Right, exactly. Well, it's a classic. It, and then there's the dummy when he turns him into a puppet. Yeah. A lot there, of puppets. There is. There's a lot of puppet theming in this. I don't know if... So it should be called Killer Puppeteers. Yeah, Killer Puppet... Maybe, hey, Killer Ventriloquists... From vengeful, Venus, vengeful, vengeful ventriloquists <laughs> from Venus in space. In space. Get some alliteration in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, so so if I was going to rate this movie ooh, out of ooh out of five bloody clown skulls, <laughs> because it's a clown movie, out of five bloody clown skulls, I would give this a four. Because over the year, I imagine if someone watched this the first time, they would probably be like, what the hell am I watching? Why am I watching this? I'll never uh, watch it again. A.K.A. me. 
Right. <laughs> but when I watched the when I watched it for the first time, I was like, this is kind of quirky and weird. And then the more I watched it, it just became one of those movies that I know is bad, but it's bad for all the right. Like if you're not trying to be way. good, it, right? If you're not trying to be good, it's hard to be bad. I think acting, no, it was schmacting. Schmacting for sure. But the effects, effects, they yeah. were trying Practical and they did a good job. Was good. They nailed that. Yeah. No, I, I for for a 1988 movie, all practical effects. I mean, to me, this is like a forever Halloween movie. Like, this is the kind oh, of totally. stuff I, you know, we'll I just throw on. Put on the projector out front yeah. when kids are trick or treating. Let, just so that they could see something Make creepy. Our neighbors angry. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, four out of five bloody clown skulls. Oh, that's really hard. I'm gonna say <laughs> three and a half. Three and a half. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna okay. Yes, I'm gonna stick with three and a half because really the only things that I like about it because I'll I'll happily rewatch it. Right. You know I have no problem putting it on and watching it, especially for Halloween. Um, but the things that I will watch it for are the practical effects, um, and the music. <laughs> yeah, the music. So not the acting, so, not the story. So she gives it five out of five bloody clown skulls for the music. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, the 10. 10. 10. 11. Like, oh, wow. 11 out of 5 <laughs> I for the music. I love the music. It's so good. Um, <laughs> so, but three and a half for the movie as a whole. I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. I think it's the kind of thing where I would only watch this when I'm in my scary movie vibes for like yeah. the whole month of october oh yes no this when, would be like um a, a, uh yeah like to put this it in the october rotation staple. yeah mm-hmm. put it in the rotation mm-hmm. with like hocus pocus beetlejuice, beetlejuice um nightmare yeah nightmare before christmas rocky you know, horror rocky horror yeah let's put it in the rotation for the halloween mm-hmm, mm-hmm. adam's family yeah Ooh, yeah Ooh. um uh, well, um, all right. Well, fair listeners, um, I hope you enjoyed this first romp. Yeah. I think we did pretty good Definitely for a first time out. Definitely longer than I think we intended. No, not that much. Oh, really? Sweet. No, I think we're good. Go us. I think we are good. Well, if you guys enjoyed this, we would love um, to have you back next week. Um, we will post every, probably every, like once a week, every Friday, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll try. <laughs> we'll try. We'll figure out what no we're No promises doing. on what date. Not yet. Not we're yet. still kind of figuring that out. But if you know anyone else who also loves cult classics, midnight movies, make sure you tell them about our podcast. Um, we are just starting out, and we would love to grow our community with you guys and have some cool discussions. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what other people think of this movie and other ones. Oh, for sure. Um, if you have suggestions. Yeah. Most of the movies that... Uh, we're going to watch are going to be easily accessible through either Amazon Prime, Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, Peacock, but uh, probably library. yeah, library, <laughs> uh, Peacock, uh, probably just the, the, the free things. I don't, yeah. you know, I, I just if someone's like, oh, hey, I never heard of that movie. Oh, wow. That sounds cool. I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah I'll try to make things accessible. Oh, totally. We'll and um, yeah, that way you guys can watch it, too. And you can hopefully watch it before we talk about it so you guys kind of know what we're talking about yeah right uh so next week uh the movie that um i have already picked to subject my wife to um and it is i've already seen it It is it kind of sucks it's trash (laughs) it's trash so we're gonna enjoy this one this week it's uh chopping mall 
Um, and it's and and it's it basically like uh, it sounds like it's going to be like a like an eighties slasher horror movie in a shopping mall. Oh, Ooh, can uh, I make a guess? No. No, no no guesses you'll see and you will learn so until next week fair listeners uh this is mikey and carly and this was the midnight picture show bye bye